let's do this. Uh, what's up, y'all? Uh, my name is Phil. And today, with the MYU on the uh, podcast, we got Steve and Sammy. And as you can see, we're doing a Zoom meeting because um, someone's got the sniffles, eh? Mr. Yeah. Headset over there. I, it's, I, just feel, I just feel crappy, I'll be honest with you, all around. But any, for those that are listening on Spotify, um, Steve and then Sam, what if they're not watching us? They don't see us. Well, they can tell the difference between a Zoom call and like a face-to-face, you know? Yeah. Say hello, Sam. Hi, everyone. Sam right here. Sam, how was your weekend? My weekend was the most interesting one. I got my happy feet going. Super happy about that. Shout out to Happy birthday again to you. And uh, definitely had the best time at Michella. Yeah, I got my foot, I got to check my steps and it's in the 20,000s. <laughs> you stepped, you did over 20,000 steps on Saturday. Yeah, and I didn't have my bag the whole time, which is crazy. How did, how did you know you did 20,000 steps? So I had it with me at parts of it, but I, I did over 20,000 steps somehow over the course of the day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Thanks, Matt, for my well-being and my health. <laughs> Happy birthday, Matt. Happy oh. birthday. Yeah, and Steve, what did you get up to yesterday? Were you just in recovery mode? Uh, yesterday actually was, it was not bad. Went down to Kennedy Town. Um, I had okay. to scope out the area. Uh, That's right. Some news what might be coming, right? Uh, we'll see. Huh? Is there a secret to be told soon? No, it's not really a secret. I don't know if it's a secret, but... Um, yeah, a opportunity popped up to uh, move yet again. That would be like the fourth place in four years for me. That's okay. That's Wait, all right. Moving to Kennedy Town to our side. Yeah. Yes. Do it. Do it. I say the West Coast is the best coast, but that's about uh, California. Well, Steve, if you need help moving, I'm happy to pitch in. Oh Bye. no, God. Hi, Max. Help Steve move. <laughs> yeah. No, I told, I told, uh, it's a long story, but I basically said, I'm not touching a damn thing if we have to move. <laughs> like, somebody's taking care of it. It's not going to be me. Fair enough. It's yeah. not the, maybe give him tips on your system, you know? Um, oh, man. Let's go back. That, you go room by room and you box everything and you label it. Actually, just label everything. And the time you do what you purge you purge your damn garbage that you've been hoarding things that you have had it for a year you haven't touched chuck it it's garbage gotta chuck it gotta chuck it gotta chuck i vividly i vividly remember my last two moves since they were so recent so i i I didn't forget i've painful memories oh man but your place is so nice right now Mm. yeah yeah oh man Sam, did you what, what did you learn today um, uh, from Reddit or just life in general? Um, I think I am perpetually so. I think what I've learned today is that actually no, I, I've learned this every every time I do a new project. I think this somehow never ceases to amaze me. But every time there's a button or there's a function on a website or something you click in a mobile app. There's so much thought that goes into it. It is mind boggling how many layers 
of decision you actually have to make to make that button do what it's supposed to do. Um, and so today, just realizing, you know, when you pick, when you're trying to do a payment process, if there's a credit system versus actual cash payment, there's a whole different flow that goes into it. And that was just another, it was just mind boggling against me because the projects I've worked on have an actual cash payment. Um, mm. This is a consideration for having, let's say 10 credits and one applies, one credit could be for one service or, right. but then you have people that are like, oh no, but that's charging too much and one too little. And then there's a whole other backdrop of customer service and customer considerations that comes in. So yeah, it's always a learn. Like it's always learning on my job. When they do, when you say cash payment, like I always thought um, this is weird. Um, when when we first had cell phones and we had the prepaid card, and yeah. people were like, "I need to put money in my phone." Like, I, was, I was like, <laughs> I was like nine or whatever. Right? I thought you physically put money inside <laughs> your phone. Yes. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Steve's like not a. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, see, your nostrils are flaring. <laughs> no, it's. I was looking for something to, uh, that I learned today, and um, I over then I, I overheard that that bizarre part of the conversation. So, like, you get your coins, you know, you get your. Okay, I'm gonna put five dollars, like, mm, two, three, four, five, and you just like somehow dump it into your phone. That's not how you do it. Well, if you wanted a piggy bank, you should have told me. I would have bought you one. Yo, low-key, I used to have a jar. And I used to put, like, like any, like, foreign currency or, like, you know. And I, um, I'd build up uh, an amount so that I could, like, travel to, like, different places. And the last place I did that was when I went to Alaska in 2015. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. So cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Steve, what did you learn today? I just learned that... Uh... Uh, Florida is the only place on earth where crocodiles and alligators coexist. That is a really random fact. Did you know? No, but I mean, I, I, I guess I knew passively because when I've gone to Florida, you go to those like the tr those excursions, right? I always just assumed that where there was crocs, there was gators. Really? Uh, yeah. I thought... They were separate. No. Yeah, they're actually crocodiles and alligators are as far apart in terms of species as cats and dogs. Like they're not the same. Are you sure they're not like cousins? <laughs> they're not cousins. Like they, they're literally, they're literally like like cats and dog. Like like same like mam mammalia or reptilian, and then they branch off. Then like huh. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What a, can a crocodile and alligator oh this is i mean this is kind of interesting it's also all oh, it's it, we i mean this kind of talks about branding right we assume things with um branding because of what we apply like a reference of what we talk about so <laughs> because they look like we assume they're related. just judgmental completely judgmental today oh, crazy. today right. we're talking about personal brands yeah and that's an awesome segue sammy into um what a personal brand is. So I'll just bring up the notes here. Um, so whether we are conscious, conscious, blah, 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 words fill. whether we are conscious of it or not, we project an image of ourselves into the world. Um, like crocodiles present themselves as badass and gators are just annoying, right? No, they're not. Gators are cool. Much love to the, to the alligator community out there. Um, and so how aware are we of this image 
and how can we cultivate this image to our own benefit? So today we're gonna to be talking about the personal brand idea and what it, what it means for us to, be, to have personal brands or uh, a certain type of personality. And to, to start with, it's, uh, whilst I was doing my research today, I came across this, um, this quote by Oscar Wilde. And he said, man is least himself when he talks in his own person. Give him a mask and he will tell you the truth. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty You're cool. Right. You're right. Yeah. What is, what is a personal brand for you? What, what does that mean to you, Sam? Um, that's, that's a really, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I think it, it's I hard think it's to loaded. say. Um, <laughs> I mean, personal branding, um, there's so many facets in our life, right? There's work, there's personal, there's being a daughter, there's being someone's best friend, there's someone's being, being everything. Um, all the roles that you different, that you play, I think there's, um, a similarity across all of it, but I think we wear, we do wear a different mask or whether or not we admit it, there are different values that we apply for different roles at whom we are, um, right. baseline. So when it comes to personal branding, um, I think it, for me, I just, my personal brand somehow has just always been Energizer Bunny. That's since day one, anyone's met me. I've literally been called that so many times. Um, that's, you know, I energy, I project positivity and I project you know, so much warmth. But then on the flip side, there is a sloth me where it's just like, I just tune out and I'm dead for days. Um, but what I think also is important to realize it's, I think it's also your value system that comes across in your personal branding. Yeah. So say um, that would mean having integrity, being honest and being kind at all times, whoever I am. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's work where I can be a dragon lady, apparently, because I'm a bit, I can be a little direct, um, but that doesn't mean I'm not um, kind, right? <laughs> so yeah, I feel like I'm kind of going around in a circle now. What about you, Steve? What do you think? What's your personal brand? Yeah, good question. Um, I originally when I when we when when this topic came up in the MYU chat, I thought it was going to be more like, what is our uh, public digital online presence like, right? But it's not. We're going deeper. Well, um, I think I think it's it's so layered that that is actually part of it. You know, yeah. as as Sam said, she is an assassin because she can kill them, but she'll kill them with kindness, mm -hmm. Miss Dragon Lady. And so whether you do that in the comments, because you guys should comment down below, uh, or you do that in the, in the workspace, I think, uh, or even on Instagram, you know, like, I think it's, it's what I'm really trying to ask or what Sam and, and I are trying to ask is like, what, what does it mean to you? Mm -hmm. Right. I think, yeah, when I think about it, I definitely think about how we represent ourselves like digitally. How do you want to present yourself uh, in search of um, opportunity, I suppose. But I actually struggle. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be uh, honest with you guys. I struggle with the concept of um, seeing myself from a bird's eye. Like I think I'm able to self-reflect, but I have difficulty understanding how other people would perceive me. I like really hard. Uh, it's tough. It's really tough. There's who you want to be and who you, <laughs> who you think you are, and then who you who you just are. Um, but I would say if 
at face value, if I was to be answered, if I was to answer this question, uh, personal brand is how does one um, represent themselves, uh, you know, to the world or try to, at least from like a marketing perspective. Yeah. And, and I think that that's a, that's a good lead in, into, um, into to my definition, which would be that, which is the, the way you uh, market yourself to the world. You can say the internet could be, could be one way. It's the most, it's the way we stay in touch the most and the way I stay in touch the most, especially because my family and my friends are all over the place. So my internet image is such that um, I do want to appear uh, like you, Sam, like an energizer bunny fun, always down to do stuff, always looking for the next adventure. Um, but I'm, I think today I'm trying to re redefine what that personal brand is for me. Mm-hmm. And really a brand is just the, the image you portray and the association that people perceive with this image. Right? That's, what, that's what a brand would be. You see the golden arches and you think, picking yeah. sponsorship. I think it's, um, it's all, and I think Steve, like what's cool, you mentioned about the whole digital aspect um, with Instagram and, you know, influencers in our market now. That's actually exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's being an influencer, someone who has um, position to make comments or authority, authoritative comments or decisions um, because of their branding. There's the trust that actually comes into play for that, right? Um, or like experts, I think that's also a type of personal branding. So it's not like the, yeah, the digital, definitely it's um, very, very broad spectrum. <laughs> yeah. I think, Phil, um, you said you're, re- you're redefining yours, yeah? Yeah, man. Would you like me to go on or you can ask a question? Ah, I was going, I, I was in between. I, I was like in between two routes. I was like, do I pursue... <laughs> <laughs> I was just—I was gonna say, you know, um, yeah. I'm asking the question. I told you guys today, I'm out of it. I'm, that's a question for you, bud, on a silver platter. Yeah. So yeah, uh, shout out the homie Fran. He he said, um, personal brand is more about your personality, right? Yeah. Uh, and Sam, you mentioned strengths and values, your professional vision, your passions, that sort of idea of who you are. And I think the whole NYU experience for me has been this like this ebbing and flowing and this this back and forth this push and pull between who I thought I was who I want to be and who I real who I'm realizing I am and so my personal brand has always been just you know someone who's always a go-to guy you know I that's I've tried to push myself and like present that that image a reliable source but I'm finding that people really uh, they, I wouldn't say appreciate, but they chase reliability, but don't yeah. give it credit. A good example is, Sam, what car did you have when you were living in New York? What car did you drive? I had a Honda Accord V6. Honda Accord. Hondas are great cars. They are reliable. They are insane. They are just like, if you want to buy a car, buy a Honda Accord. Yeah. Uh. But you don't see people flexing on Honda Accords. You know what I mean? Like they don't. <laughs> you're not going to show up, you know, to to the uh, to the club or to the bar in your Honda Accord and look the part, right? I, I did. Yeah, but you're a girl. You can like you just you really like elevate. Like you know, like, you're not going to drive down the streets of you know Monaco in a Honda Accord. You know what I mean? 
And so I found myself being uh, reliable and trustworthy and you know, uh, turned to, but it, it often took a lot out of me because I wasn't getting the, the necessary uh, satisfaction in what my brand was displaying. And so now I'm realizing that in the middle of here, I'm, I'm learning that my brand isn't actually what I want it to be in the future. So it's, I'm kind of going through a redefinition uh, process right now because yes, I was reliable. Unfortunately, I don't think that I can be that much longer because in all honesty, you have to take care of yourself. You know? And if, if a lot of people want to, let's say, uh, uh, you know, if you're the head of the, you're head of the, uh, the, 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 the library club and you're the head of the um, library club, <laughs> book club right like you have all these accolades all these things where people are relying on you eventually you burn out and that's exactly what i'm experiencing right now just this complete Uh burnout and i'm just sitting there looking at all the um the ways i've portrayed myself i'm just like "Mm, maybe maybe i should redefine myself yeah i think uh, it's it okay like for this like the whole rebranding thing perhaps it's not rebranding yourself of being a go-to guy it's actually being more selective of who you're the go-to guy for i mean if there's a hundred of us coming to you at the same time and you you are always trying to give as much there's limitation to that so i think it's maybe reflecting and thinking about who you're being that go-to guy for like i can there's only so much energy we all have and expand i mean i can be at a party and I can dance around 30 people. I can seem like an energizer bunny, but I cannot give 30 people the same kind of attention I would be to you or to you, Steve, in a conversation, right? So all of it's rebranding. I think it's just us limiting. It's kind of tightening up your circle. It's different. Mm -hmm. Because you're always going to be the go-to guy, Phil. Like, Phil, like, I know you'll be there for me. I know you'll be there for Steve. You will. He's telling you he might not. (laughs) Well, I don't think you have a choice. I don't he warned you. You know I what? I'm placing my bets. Place, place your bets now. This is Phil's way of taking a break on the show now after the end. He's like, guys, having said that, I need to step away from the show. Jesus. For a little bit. Just a little bit. Maybe Skippy can come on the show. He's got a lot of rough life to talk about. Hey, I heard that someone might have adopted uh, Pop Pop. I know that girl. I saw her. I'm really sad. Um, they 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 decided not to, and personally, I've decided to um, ask them to find him a foster home. I can't take care. He's getting too big. He's um a big too big for the, the pen, and I can't leave him out in the living room because he's starting to bite the walls. Otherwise, he's totally fine. Pees and poos everywhere, perfectly fine. Just likes to dig a but hole. Dan will kill us if we don't add context to who the hell Skippy is. <laughs> Oh, right, Skippy. Uh, Skippy. You know, you guys, you just talk about Skippy. Who's Skippy? You know, the audience, so who's Skippy? <laughs> I, will, I will throw a picture in. Yeah, we will put Skippy's. Maybe we're, we're going to put Foster Pup on NYU. That's yeah. going to be content. Yeah. Uh, low-key plug, Sam. Could you could you tell us about this uh, this foster program for the listeners out there looking for a pup? Yeah, so for Hong Kong, there's a play, great um, great place called HK Paul's. They rescue puppies from the mountainside, gutter, wherever, and then they provide foster homes for them and are all the mountainside, gutter, wherever. I mean, just wherever they find the puppies, right? (laughs) Try and find them a home. And I've been fortunate to work with them a couple of times to do a fundraiser and sell secondhand clothes and raise money for them. They pay for all the medicine bills, medicinal bills from that, um, from their own pockets. 
and then the puppies are they get sent to foster home to foster home until they find an adoptive find their forever home so, yeah puppies. except in this case oh god i just oh, heard myself floored out there please please someone adopt uh these dogs Skippy. you know they're they're out there no uh skippy i don't know i'm thinking about it but yes adopt the dogs and uh we need we need more people to have pets because they really lift you up and that might help me rebrand my image. A dog would be dog. great for you. A dog, right? you would be yeah. great. Get Skippy. Get Skippy. Skippy! Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Can, can you change the name of a dog? <laughs> yeah, you could change it. Skippy's his foster name. You guys ready? Ah, yeah. Oh, there it is. is. Wow. Bill, that's wow. your dog. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. Look at him, look he's at so him. so cute. You're so hey, cute. buddy. And he likes a hug, see? If only Dan could see us right now. <laughs> uh, guys, guys. Uh... Ah, interesting. <laughs> Sorry, Sam, what was that? Oh, we circle back to personal branding. Circle back, bring it back. We always, we, we never left, we never left. Yeah, we never we, left, we, the dog. We're, we're still Part there. Steve, what what impact uh, what is the impact you want your personal brand to have in your work or your field? Like, okay. if you yeah. uh, the the more would you we, say uh, that right now. So I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. I'll keep no no. Finish the question. I was I, I'm digging where you're going. Uh, would you would you say that who you're coming across as now? You know, entrepreneur yourself. Yeah. You now with your your own company, working in a startup, working in multiple startups. Uh, this person who you have portrayed someone who can take the uh, initiative and start a business and, and run through a project. Is that, is that trans, um, is that extending into your work as well? Okay. What, when we sort of, uh, when I thought about this show, as you guys were talking about it, and uh, when I came to the show, I was like, personal branding, how do you want to portray yourself online for the purpose of marketing? But when we go to like this sort of layer of depth, uh, I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I think that my, genuine self who I really am deep down has stopped serving me uh, well um, in mostly professional life, personal, maybe not so much, but definitely professional. Um, and I realized about a year, maybe a year ago now for sure, that if I really want to get to a place I want to be, I have to sort of suppress that person, that real version of Steve. Um, it's not who I really, yeah, it just, it's not serving me. So to answer your question, um, I think this is going back a few episodes as well. I can't remember exactly which one, but I'm starting to, my spidey senses are tingling. Um, something about real self. Uh, I, I would definitely say, Philip, I was thinking about it on the way home. I can grind. I am a person that can just like pull up my, pull up my boots and grind. And I can do that. Uh, that's not something I enjoy doing. My real self, I think, is someone who's a little bit just like happy-go-lucky, maybe sometimes borderline lazy. I do like to joke a lot. And that sense of humor doesn't really get you very far in the professional world. It just doesn't. So a lot of this is a facade when I, when I, in, in, in business life. Um, and it's tough. It really is tough. It keeps me up at night. It does. Wow. Interesting, eh? Well, we yeah. are going deep today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I always go deep. 
That's it. I never I hold back today. Oh, okay. I find that so interesting because um, for me, I think professionally, my like, for at least my last few roles, even in auditing, um, because I joke around, I think that's how I won my audience over. And when I say audience, I mean people I work with. Um, yeah, but like I, I could, I definitely, I remember when I first started my career, I was very like, I need to be in a full on suit. I can't laugh too much. I can't yeah. be happy in the office. And then now I've just come to the point. I'm like, I will make a joke in the middle of a meeting if I need to, because I don't have an answer in my head. Mm. That gave myself more time. So sometimes when I joke, it's because I don't have an answer for you. Right. No, it, it, for sure. It's definitely a positive attribute. What it, it, it can take you far, especially given like, in it, depending on the role, it could take you very far, like maybe yeah. in sales or something, but it also has its limits. Right. And um, in my personal trajectory, I've hit some certain limits, um, let's just say for the, for the business, um, gorilla weekend kind of stuff, I need to be a firm, <laughs> I need to be a steady, solid partner who can like think and, and keep my cool in situations that are new for both of us, or at least yeah. my, or at least her, it, the joking, the sense of humor, it doesn't get me anywhere. It falls flat all the time. So with I have to be very stern her? with Janice, for example. Um, cause that's not what. <laughs> That's not going to help the business, right? You're looking for uh, strategic uh, steadiness, um, leadership, right? And then in my other business, it did get me very far for a certain period of time. Um, it helped me grow relationships with a lot of the young staff. But at the same time, that sort of came back to bite me uh, in the last six to eight months because I gained more and more responsibility and people still sort of saw me as this like buddy Steve, uh, almost like the the nice uncle or or the good dad. Um, and I was realizing I needed to push people harder outside their comfort zone. And if I did, they would treat me like I was their brother or or their like I even some I would joke like I'm not your freaking boyfriend, right? Like you can't you can't give me the cold shoulder on text if I told you you could do better next time. Um, so I realized, you know what? You, you said that. To, you said that to Janice. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. This was for my other my my startup job. Um, there was certain people, you know, that I had relationships with over a couple of years. That was it was too friendly, um, joking, light sense of humor, and I hit a ceiling with that because um, it's true. You really do need to have a, a degree of separation between people at some point. Um, so yeah, I think I've outgrown my natural. I've I've out my uh, anything to do with me in business right now is outgrown the Steve you might see at Matchella. So I mean that's awesome. So it sounds like the other part of your personal brand is that you want to come off as authoritative and no longer uh, a friend like authoritative or firm and respected and not just be taken as like a like a buddy buddy where they take it for granted. I don't want to, I have to, which is why it's so confusing and frustrating and tiring is because the person I want to be, the type of, let's just say we, we, we were talking about personal branding from like a LinkedIn article or a blog or a YouTube persona. The person I want to be on those channels is closer to probably here, um, but that's not going to serve me. As a matter of fact, that might actually hurt me now. Um, I kind of have an idea of this archetype that would serve me better, but I don't know really how to be that person. Um, so it's confusing. You know what's funny? Um, you've heard, you, I mean, I'm sure all, all of us have seen this at one point or another, Devil Wears Prada. And the dragon lady, I mean, the, the, the main character, like her branding is just like, 
like, like she had the entire office just terrified. And I think that's a very extreme case and obviously dramatized version of it. But there are women that I've worked with that does have that kind of pull. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it's, it's sorry, it's not crazy. It's, it's very interesting because then that was like 10 years ago when, you know, being a woman, it was, it's still very hard for us in the workplace. So when the branding comes along, if we're moody, then we're not, um, then we're being a woman. If we're this or we're, we're not being this, but then there's such a fine, like there's authoritative and there's just being mean. And obviously in the show, she was just mean. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's that, that weird balance. It's interesting. I think. I think maybe more like, I'm not, not comparing myself at all to John Draper, but I think maybe like a Don Draper would be, that's like really old school, right? That is from that show, Mad Men, right? Mad Men, yeah. He's like likable and he, you know, drinks and parties and stuff. But at the same time, I'm not exactly sure. See, I, I can't even articulate it. I can't even explain it. That's how unfamiliar I am with it. But uh, So is that something you want to be or something you no, currently see yourself as? I don't like, well, it's actually, Don Draper hasn't popped in my head till this moment when I was trying to think of like, who is a good, not Devil Wears Prada woman, but who would be a good example? Um, it's hard to say, mm. right? See, but we're we're talking from experience and not expertise because if we knew everything, we wouldn't right. go through right now. It's something you observe. It's because it's very human, right? Like I think leadership and human and social economics are very uh, integrated. So we observe these things and we see patterns and certain archetypes and characters in our lives, and we identify where they fit in in society, right? What where where the hierarchy is. Um, I mean, you see traits like this in someone like Barack Obama, like the dude knows how to crack a smile and tell a joke, but at the same time, he knows how to, you know, I bet, I bet you when he was disappointed, the door closes, people were shivering. I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you see it, you observe it, but it has to be natural. You have to practice it. You have to live it. And it's out of my comfort zone to an extent. Um, So, yeah. Wow. That just... So in three words, Steve, how would you describe your personal brand so far? I'm going to, right now, to, to date, till about, till, till 2021, I was happy being, expressing myself however I wanted to on social media, a couple YouTube videos here and there, just joking, silly kind of stuff. Um, And that was fine, but it wasn't really getting me anywhere. And it was, it's a lot of extra work to do these sort of things. Um, and then I realized this year that uh, it's got to be a little bit more calculated, a little bit more responsible, a little bit more accountable, um, w- well thought. You know, it's it's a point where when you achieve a certain degree of success, it could have been luck. But man, once you hit this threshold, you can't just rely on luck anymore. You're like, shit, if I want to keep this going, I really need to figure out what the hell's going on here. Um, okay. So that was in three words. I don't know how to say three. Say in three words. Okay. <laughs> he got lucky. That's what I would say. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm, man, you just dumped so much, and I just want to keep digging. Samantha, scalpel, please. <laughs> let me let me let me wipe your brow while you while you dig first. Wow, no, dude, that's that's maybe that's maybe something we can look at working on this this week, you know, just sort of like um, working our way towards that. Because I mean, as 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 you mentioned, Sam, we we're, we're about experience, not expertise, and um, 
yeah, maybe we should maybe we should all work towards figure out who what brand we want to be. You know, like when like we all know McDonald's. We all know we all know McDonald's. We all know um, um, you know the, the big names, Coca Cola, and, and and all these all these big guys, and they've had to figure out their identity, their branding, right? How how they portray themselves, rather how they sell themselves, right? And uh, I remember reading this book is, um, this book is called to sell, to sell is humans. And um, one of the quotes from it is, uh, let, me, let me preface it like this. So to sell is human, we're always selling something. I, 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 will, sell, I will sell my, uh, you know, uh, a, a night out to, so we can go have a beer. I'll say, hey, Steve, let's go have a beer and we can do this, 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 that, that. We can do all these things. Hey, Sam. Uh, we're going to go do a hike this weekend because this is that. And so um, to sell, um, when, when you're selling something, you, you want to provide a service to someone. And you want to um, uh, not only provide a service, but provide a service that people benefit through their lives. The quote is, this is what it means to, to serve. Improving another's life and in turn, improving the world. Now, of course, this guy is literally talking about like sales, right? Like going door to door, whether you're selling, you know, iHerb or, you know, a Honda Accord. Um, when it comes to branding, we are, with ourselves, we're trying to sell to each other. Yeah. Like we're trying to tell the audience, hey guys, watch us because we are not talking. We don't, we don't, we don't have to figure it out. We, we're just kind of stumbling our way through this whole thing, you know? Uh, and, you know, I, f- I feel, I feel bad for the people who click the video and then they'll say, wait, these guys didn't really talk about anything. They just kind of talked about it in general. And I'm like, well, that's that's it. That's exactly sometimes what you got to do because, as you mentioned, Steve, you didn't know what you were until like an hour ago, right? Until we started having this conversation, and so I think that's that's a really good um, it's a really good uh, place to be in, mm. but it's not a place to stay in. No. And so I think I, I think I have a challenge for for us this week. Um, Interesting. Yes, yes. Give yes, us a yes, challenge, yes. Uncle Phil. Come up with your own. Before I do that, before I do that, um, when you meet someone, like, what impression do you three part it? When you meet people, what impression did they have of you? What impression, uh, or like in the past? No, wait, hang on. It's a two part question. When you meet people with your personal brand, what impression did they have of you? And in the future, what impression do you want them to have of you? Sammy, you're up. Um, I think mine is always high energy. Um, I think I would like to keep that, but I would like to add that um, high energy, but balanced. Because mm-hmm. um, often than not, when I meet people, they do ask me, what do I do to recuperate? Um, because of the way I carry myself, they're always like, you must burn out. I'm like, I actually don't burn out often, but when I do... It takes me, I need a full day, two days completely to myself off the grid um, because I do exert a lot of energy without knowing. So I would hope mm. it's a high level of energy with balance. Yeah. Not on the brink of burnout. Right, Skippy? Balanced energy. Oh. Balanced energy. For, for myself, I think um, I would, I would, I've given off the impression um, 
uh, Stephen, this is something you mentioned over the weekend, mm. kind of, kind of distant, you know, yeah. kind of distant, but reliable, kind of like a, kind of like a, um, you know, that superhero that dares ex machinas into the, uh, into the scene. Maybe not superhero, but you know, <laughs> you like, could have it. Yeah, the cavalry coming in, you know. Like you, you watch these movies, like like or like Game of Thrones or all these shows, and then like the cavalry comes in, and you're like, "Yo, where were these dudes in the beginning?" <laughs> like the Riders of Rohan. Just, yeah, man, oh, it's sorted, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's that's what I've noticed myself. Um, that's the brand that I've given off this sort of distant, sort of uh, reliable, you know. We'll be there for you, but we'll rarely be there for you. You know what I mean? Reliable, but not reliable in terms of like getting the, the job done, but not reliable in, in terms of like consistency. That's an and um, yeah, I think in the future, moving from here, I think I want to be someone who's a bit more balanced, as you said, Sam. Mm. And um, I think just a little more open, but to select people, as mentioned, selected. Selected people, yeah, yeah. I like All that. Right, oh, okay. I like that, Philip. That was good. That was deep. Um, in the past, there was a very long period of time where I came off first. My my first impression game was terrible. <laughs> Probably still is. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just assumed like I felt I felt like I was being nice in my heart, but the way I projected myself was different. And then people would get sus real quick who's this guy what's his yeah. mo um, and then i would ask a lot of people like in relationships i was having i'd ask girlfriends like why 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 does like so and so john not like me or why does what's 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 uh stephanie's problem with me and then i'm like I, i'm so nice to them and they'd be like she they, they you know oh we, you think you're being nice but you actually look like a jerk and i was like oh okay <laughs> so <laughs> then um I embraced that for a time, but then now I do try to make a more considered effort to uh, present myself. The person I want to be perceived as is a little bit more genuine. Um, yes, yeah, I, I want people to know I have a sense senses of humors, um, but at the same time, you know, not a pushover. I think that's very important at this this point in life. Don't want to be taken advantage mm. of. Um, so that balancing between like, hey, I'm a nice, friendly, affable guy, but at the same time, don't take advantage. Don't take me for granted. That sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, I think you can kind of guess what today's challenge will be, this week's challenge would be. Uh, leaning off last week's challenge, Sam, you asked uh, the, the universe to write three positive statements that are kind to yourself and what you're grateful or what you're grateful for. Yeah. Uh, how did we do this this week? Well, for me, I wrote daily. I was grateful for my friends. Um, I did say daily. I was actually, I was very grateful for my well-being. as in, um, it's not, it's not even just about training. It's like, I haven't been able to go to the gym, but I still feel very strong. And it's because I'm still eating well, I'm well balanced. And then I'm just grateful the universe knows how to tickle my stress levels, but somehow always finds a way to give me reward for it. Um, so something big happened this, something happened where I was worried I wouldn't be able to overcome and a solution came. So mm. for that. It was you didn't think that you'd be able to give Skippy away <laughs> until Phil said he would adopt him. Yes. <laughs> that, we all win. 
We got Skippy at home. We got Skippy at home. Oh, my days. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to name him, Phil? Uh, I fear that I won't be able to live up to... this glitter on my face. I fear that I won't be able to live up to um, the necessary requirements. For instance, um, I'm thinking the name... I've always wanted to have a dog's name be Agamemnon, but... um, Agamemnon? Why? Yeah. He's a horrible human being. Really great king, the warlord. Right, warlord. Or or um, Buddy, because I just watched uh, Love and Monsters, and I think Buddy for a name is incredible. I think he would answer to Buddy. He'd barely answer to Skippy. He'll answer to Buddy. Could he get any more generic? It's like dog. Like people name it dog. Spot. Hey, Spot. It's kind of cool. Come Spot. So this week's challenge, guys. I want us to kind of take a look at ourselves and figure out which direction, what what brand we want to be, what mask we want to wear that is truly our own. You know, as as uh, Oscar Wilde, that Oscar Wilde um, statement says, uh, man is least himself when he talks in his own person. Give him a mask, and he'll tell you the truth. So I think there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a beauty to that because we we do kind of become more ourselves when we're not talking about ourselves, you know? So this week, you guys in the universe as well, um, I want us to just sort of figure out what, it, what exactly we want to pursue, you know, for the next month. That's it, right? A direction we want to go in. Um, I'm thinking of being more boring. I really am. I, I'm going to say no a lot more and yes only to the things that I want to attend. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's not going to be me forever, but I think that will at least help me figure out a direction as to where I want to go based on those three, you know, the three brands that I had. The one who I am that makes, that I look back at now and I'm like, nah, I don't like that. And I want to be that, the third one, right? So, yeah, that's the challenge this week. Come on, I'm in. What's uh, what's new in the NYU? Where can people find us, Steve? People can find us. You can find us on YouTube. Look up Mid Youth Universe. Mid Youth, one word, space. No space. Otherwise, you'll get some um, artists we've never heard of before. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Mid Youth Universe, Arsis Feed. You don't need to watch us. You just got to listen to us in our soothing voices. But you probably want to watch us because we all look pretty cool. And uh, you can find us on IG, Mid Youth Universe, which we need to keep posting because we haven't been. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully next week we can all uh, once again be together in the studio. But, you know, just just take it easy. You don't always want to put pressure on each other. Um, yeah. Uh, Sam, you want to sign off for this one? Yeah. So, I mean, I think Steve just wrapped, uh, wrapped us up. But... Um, Looking forward to next week's episode. Make sure to check in, tune in, comment, and let us know what you think. All right. Good day, Joe. So long. Bye.